Oh God, am I right? Oh. It's more than a statement, it's a lifestyle. It's a phrase uttered daily in the middle of theater practices, speech practices, and life in the classroom as a high school teacher. I am Taryn and I teach theater, English, yearbook, speech, and technical theater. Hi, my name's Lucas. Hey, Lucas. <laughs> How's it going? Good. I, I, I teach English and young adult novels. And we are teachers. Oh, oh God. God. In Nebraska. <gasps> oh, God. Struggling to come to terms with Nebraska's ever-changing weather patterns. And keeping up with our classes. And wondering if the Cornhuskers will ever not be trash. <laughs> <laughs> Today, we come to you live through the power of Blue Yeti oh. microphones. And coffee is stronger than my will to live. What? Oh, we're getting serious here. We're going to the dark side. The dark side. Welcome to Oh God. This is our very first episode. First one. Lucas coaches speech and I direct theater. And when our powers combine, oh God, do we have a lot to say. So Taryn. Yes, Lucas. Taryn, Taryn, Taryn. What are we talking about today? And what is Oh God? Well, before telling you about our deepest, darkest secrets, first, I think that the, our audience needs to know who they're dealing with. You're probably right. I so, am right, always. Always. So who is sitting across <laughs> from me right now? Who are you, Taryn? Mm. And what brings you to this luxurious studio? Oh, so luxurious. With our plush chairs. <laughs> <laughs> Classroom chairs. Yeah, in this. Let me take you back. Ooh. Way back to January 12th, 1982. Wait, how old are you? I am 38. <laughs> Shut up. Lucas is way younger than me. <laughs> Sherry Retzloff gave a few pushes. <gasps> oh, didn't oh. need that image. While Carrie Retzloff <laughs> was passed out on the freaking floor. And out popped the New Year's baby of Gordon, Nebraska. Oh. Give me my freaking crown and my freaking sash. Oh, yeah. You deserved it. And I feel like, honestly, I've been keeping people on their toes since then. I grew up in the Nebraska Sand Hills, and Rushville was my home. My childhood was spent mainly in timeout and... I did cut the heads off my sister's dolls and set ant hills on fire. <laughs> and I pretty much got my miles in, my steps in before Fitbit was a thing, walking <laughs> around the town of Rushville apologizing to all the substitute teachers I had wronged. <laughs> and then I met Amber, and I, she changed my life for the better. I'm sure when she saw me, it was love at first sight. She just didn't know it yet. We did meet at the Henry Dorley Zoo in Omaha, Nebraska. We got married and we adopted two kids from foster care. And now Amber is knocked up and I am not the father. Okay, wait, wait, wait. I what? think that this is kind of important. Okay, tell me. I also am not the father. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, you totally made it awkward. But the father is some dude. Really? Uh, from the Seattle Sperm Bank. Um, so this will be our first baby, but our third child. Really? Interesting. Early June, my friend. Um, but I've been directing and teaching for 15 years. Um, 
I now spend my days jumping out of closets to scare my, my children. And when I die of the coronavirus, just cremate a Diet Pepsi along with my bod and spread my ashes along Prospect Avenue in hopes <laughs> of helping to melt our ice-covered streets. <laughs> okay, so I blabbed long enough, so talk to me about who you are. Well, I have a lot of different names, but the kids call me Zimbro. Zimbro. Sometimes they call me Zimba or Zimba, Z, Z or Mr. Z. Mr. Z. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of names, but my real name is Lucas, and I come from a place like... <laughs> Just don't call you late for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> I come from a place called Battle Creek, Nebraska. Home of the Braves. Home of the Braves. But when I'm not at school or speech practice, you can find me at home planning for school. A freaking men. And speech practice. Yes. Yes, that happens a lot. Where were you born? I was born in Columbus, Nebraska in 1996. In 1996, Nin that makes sense. I was smoking stolen cigarettes at a Grandma Margie's basement. Well, okay, keep going. I was a fetus. But <laughs> <laughs> I did grow a beard by the age of four. What, what? And I was a bad boy. <gasps> Tell me more. I learned everything I know from watching Unsolved Mysteries and Forensic Files. Same. But don't try and kill me. What? I know you will, Taryn. Uh. <laughs> I know where to stash my DNA. But I grew up in Battle Creek, Nebraska, and at age 13, I walked on stage and began my acting career. Okay, okay. <laughs> As a theater director, I need to know more. So I need to know the, your first play that was on that gymnasium stage, mm -hmm. and what role? I, I'm sure it was something classic. It was, it was a classic. We had fancy costumes, people Whoa. dyed their hair. It was called Harry's Hotter at yeah. Twilight. What? <laughs> Say that again. Harry's Hotter at Twilight. Okay, and what was that about? It was a shitty spoof on Harry Potter and Twilight. Okay, it was not a classic. <laughs> it was bad. And what was your role? I played a character named Rob. I think his last name was like Creasley. <laughs> Instead of Ron Weasley? Yes. Okay, so bloop, 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 bloop. I just looked up the character description <laughs> for Rob. It says, and I quote, Oh gosh. Silly. Ooh. Sort of sexy. Ooh. Guy wizard. Strike a pose. That is so you. That's all the things that I am. Oh, gotcha. I'm sexy. I'm silly. And you're a wizard. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that one. But yeah, um, it was bad play. But I was so dedicated, and this is funny. I was so dedicated that my director asked if I would dye my hair orange. More like didn't ask. They walked to the concession stands with me <laughs> with a bottle of orange hair dye, and we dyed my hair orange in the concession stand. As someone who was born with semi-orange hair, I'm sure that that looked fantastic. It did. Did it come out of a box? No, it was a bottle. <laughs> oh, you fancy. It was a bottle. It was at the concession stand sink. And that's where we dyed my hair. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I don't even know if that's legal. I don't know that it is. We do have kids sometimes dye their hair, mm -hmm. but always it's always their choice. I'm not dragging them into our costume room saying, here. So you're not getting at the concession stand sink saying, I, hey, can I dye your hair? <laughs> hey, get into my white van. Stop. Let's color your hair orange. <laughs> 
But more of the story is, is really I'm famous. Tell me more. Well, my autograph is hanging on the fridge at my grandma Rosalie's house. No. Yes, it is. Get out of and here. And when I hung it up when I was like eight, I knew that I had made it big. In fact, it's still hanging on her fridge today. Wow. Mm -hmm. So I survived all those weird stages of growing hair and graduated high school in 2015. But then I went to UNL to study journalism and broadcasting and I hated it. And I decided to change my major and started cooking meth like in Breaking Bad. That was a lie. F this, let's cook meth. <laughs> that never happened. <laughs> but instead, I changed my major to be a secondary education major. And now, bam, I work at Norfolk Senior High School and uh, teach in the English department. And by work, he means work. So, Taryn, that's who we are. That's who I am. That's who I am. That's who we are. So we have a lot to discuss today, but I have just returned from the bathroom. I would like to do a PSA, then I wash my hands. <laughs> Why? Why? <laughs> Why does anybody wash their hands? Well, I don't know. It is a very weird day. I've never quite had a day like this in public education. We are, for the first time, in supposed to be in session, but we have no students. No, why don't we have any students? They are all home because of the coronavirus. Do do do. No, but really, so we're sitting here at school. Prepared. On our lunch break, I would like to add, not during our time where we're supposed to be doing e-learning opportunities. Yes, this is our lunch break. Today we are preparing though for six to eight weeks of possible online learning. And we are keeping each other company. We are. I have been taking a look at what the essentials are in my speech theater two and technical theater classes, as well as yearbook. How do you put a yearbook together and not have any activities? Say we were out for six to eight weeks. Then what happens? There's no track. There's no prom, graduation. There's so many things. But what do we do without prom? I don't know. You know, socially distance yourself. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so Practice safe social distancing. That's the moral of the story. Yes. But, Taryn, do you think that we'll be back next week? I don't. I really don't. And it's sad. Lucas and I have both had our activities canceled. We are on the verge of depression. Tears are flowing. Tears are flowing. <laughs> but, seriously, my kids have worked their rears off since the beginning of January to put together the Adams Family Musical. And Which now, looks great, by the way. Thank you. And now it's just canceled. There's, there's no closure. My poor seniors who live for the musical are just screwed now, and I feel terrible. I had to have a talk with my team on um, Friday night after our one and only dress rehearsal with an audience, and basically bawled all the way through it and just said, "Our this was it. We're 
we're done. And that's a hard pill to swallow as a director. I can kind of understand where you're coming from. My speech students have been working since September on Ouch. getting their speeches ready. And we had a really great OID, Chicago the Musical. And on Thursday of last week, I was sitting in practice and it kind of hit me that that could be the last time I watched them perform this wow. season. And then Friday, I was a mess. I was a bad teacher on Friday. I was I, too. I was so preoccupied. Mm -hmm. I couldn't think about anything other than the coronavirus. I know. And the kids made sure I couldn't think of anything else Absolutely. but the coronavirus. So It was a very disruptive environment on Friday. It's just been a, a weird environment mm -hmm. of not knowing. Mm -hmm. And everything changes, like hour to hour. Everything, yeah. So I'm waiting for another email Yep. that says what's going to happen next. There was one question I never asked, Taryn. Before I came in here, did you clean this desk that we're sitting on? You know, I had thought about <laughs> it, but I did not. So You didn't? We may have to sanitize. No, we're just above the virus. We are the virus. Um, okay, so you have to tell them what we were doing on Saturday night as I was depressed from musical and Lucas was depressed from his speech season. We sat at my house <laughs> drinking Dirty Shirley's, owed to my mother-in-law, whose mm -hmm. name is Sh Shirley, so <laughs> drinking Dirty Shirley's. And what did we watch, Lucas? Well, in between our sobs, <laughs> we watched the movie Contagion. <laughs> <laughs> I do not recommend it, but I can't, I don't really know, Lucas, if you actually watched it. I didn't, I fell asleep. I looked over at Amber and Lucas and they were both like passed out. So here I am, alone with my dogs. Oh, hush. And they were passed out. What really made me get through that night was watching Goodwill Hunting in the in-betweens. I would imagine, <laughs> yes. Anything with Goodwill Hunting, like sign us up. Mm -hmm. It makes us feel good about ourselves. I love it when he's in the hall mopping and he solves all the problems. And Why can't he just solve all of our problems? Like, why can't I be that smart? You I are totally that smart, I would totally ditch public education. You're that smart. Thanks. <laughs> Stop. Oh, God. Oh. Um, what else? Lucas and I walk in the mornings at mm -hmm. the YMCA, which has since been shut down. Or suspended or whatever verbiage they're using yes. to try to make it sound a little bit better. And Lucas often, when we walk, we aren't the fastest. And what? <laughs> everyone passes us. But... You know what? Keep on keeping on. Now we're going to have to find a different place to walk, like my treadmill. Both of us can't fit on that. <laughs> Synchronized walking. I'll walk to the side. <laughs> yeah. Good thing I don't walk, though. I do all the heavy weights while she walks because I'm that much stronger. Oh, <laughs> I, I, that doesn't happen. Out of here. But I feel like there's an elephant in the room that we can't see. It causes people to die. It hangs in the air it for three hours or something. The coronavirus. <laughs> yep. yep, that's right. The coronavirus. People are buying the stores out of toilet paper. There is no toilet paper at Walmart. I was I there like this weekend. That. I was too. Yep. And hands, like, paper towels yeah. gone. I will say, though, this is the first time I've walked into Walmart and, like, those disinfectant wipes that can go on shopping carts actually 
worked. They like it wasn't just... like dried out. It oh, was like really? it was hmm. moist. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? I was laughing because I was in Walmart and the toilet paper section was completely cleared out. But there was toilet bowl cleaner. So who is going to the bathroom that much but not cleaning their dang toilets? I You're guilty, aren't you? I am. I <laughs> we hoard toilet paper and cuz I use a lot of it. That was and, a lot of TMI. But yeah, um, I noticed that too there. And, and the other thing that was off the shelf was soup. Soup? Uh, there was only that gross, nasty Progresso. Progresso? Ew. Yeah. Yeah, Progresso. All the Campbell's was gone. What are we going to do with that many cans of soup, guys? Mm -hmm. I, was, I was upset because my favorite product in the store was sold out. What? Rice. <laughs> <laughs> I eat a lot of rice. And they were out. So I had to go to an alternate location, Hy-Vee, across the street. Oh, and they had burrito. rice, but not the brand that I like. That's so a I'll, bummer. then I bought some couscous. Our school actually invested in some Clorox wipes and Kleenex. We walked out of our meeting last week with one can of Clorox wipes and one a box. A can of Clorox wipes? A tub. <laughs> whatever. I cracked open a can of Clorox wipes. <laughs> In one box of Kleenex. We, that was the holy grail for us. It was. I, I mean, that is the felt, pinnacle of my educational career. I felt spoiled. <laughs> Me too. Especially after being out of Clorox and Kleenex since, like, early October. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I have a roll of paper towels in my room that I use when the kids walk in and ask for a Kleenex. And the good stuff is stashed in my desk. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but really, if someone blows their nose, I just have them wipe it on their pants at this point. Um, isn't that, like, what the CDC has just recommended? No. No. But, <laughs> but should we really be afraid of the coronavirus? I mean, I do know a local expert on oh. the situation. Let me just get out my phone and bleep, bleep, boop, boop, bleep, bleep, bop, boop. Hello. This is Taryn. Hi, Taryn. What is the current state of the coronavirus? It's bad out here. Oh, Run for your life. <laughs> Mass hysteria. <sighs> and now a word from our sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast is brought to you by Casey's Diet Pepsi. Diet Pepsi. Bing ding. I used to play this game on my phone. Really? Called Plague Incorporated. Did you did you ever do that? Oh, I <laughs> I did that a lot in high school. I, I was bad at it. You were. Uh huh. Well, you got to think all the difficulties, but that you can choose. But what is Plague Inc? So it is a um, game that allows you to develop the world's next deadliest plague, kind of like what the coronavirus. Really? Oh, okay. It's starting to ring a bell. It's starting to ring a bell. I used to play this game with my little brother. Jaden, yes. when we were growing up, we had played it on my iPad because we didn't have smartphones. Oh, those were the dark days. The, the, <laughs> those were Jurassic times. But <laughs> but anyway, we used to play this game called Plague Inc. and it allowed you to choose different parts of your strain and you can oh. name it. And eventually, it started to spread across the world and you had to kill everybody. And I just remember you could use like it could be transported through water. Or it could survive cold or hot environments, or you could use rats or birds or insects. Mm -hmm. But you had to like hurry it up to try and get this 
plague to mutate and take and spread before the scientists figured mm -hmm. out a cure. And you wanted to kill everybody. Yeah. And as you were going, the world would turn black. Yes. If everybody died yes. and yeah, I remember and that. red until everybody died. Yes. Yes, you're right. Yeah. And then they had breaking news. Yep. Scientists are working on a cure. Oh no, France has shut down. The economy has crumbled. Yes, it sounds a lot like the world that we live in. But Preach. there is one thing that we're missing. What? In that game, we didn't have Trump telling us it was going to be all right. <laughs> True. So we're way luckier now. Yeah, we are so much luckier. But um, there is one thing is we know that coronavirus is in its infancy, right? Yep. Yeah, it is uh, what on all continents except Antarctica, I think. Yeah. That's it's crazy. And I think that it's <laughs> going to continue to spread um, kind of fast and probably faster than your drunk uncle's party jokes, Lucas. Which uncle? Oh, oh God. God. <laughs> <laughs> but all jokes aside, what can our listeners expect to laugh at on our podcast week to week? What is Oh God? Oh God is going to be a weekly podcast starring yours truly. Oh, I always knew I would make it big. So did Grandma Rosalie. <laughs> <laughs> she did. She still does. Um, so what we're going to do on this podcast is we're just going to talk about our crazy lives in coaching and education, and we're just going to talk about things that are of particular interest to us. Mm -hmm. It's just really a place that you can come and forget about the world around you for 30 minutes or so. We'll bring the jokes as long as you bring the Apple AirPods. So get cozy and get socially distanced with us, my friends. God, that was a bad joke. I <laughs> <sighs> can't win them all. So what are we going to be discussing on our next episode? Well, you see, as soon as we finish recording this, I'm going to lock you in a room, Taryn. Oh. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Fifty Shades? Fifty no. Shades of Education. <laughs> But I'm going to lock you in a room, and you're going to come up with your best scary story so we can begin episode two with story time. And I will I, not let you down. <laughs> and I am going to start working on my impressions as we begin our first game of Guess That Sound. Here's a sneak peek. <laughs> That's an easy one. Oh. <laughs> Ooh, scary. Oh, God. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for joining us. We'll talk again very soon. Mm -hmm.